0: this episode of the Attracting and Retaining Customers podcast, I'm going to share with you 10 things you need to avoid when you are doing a presentation or a sales pitch. Welcome back to the Attracting and Retaining Customers podcast, the podcast that offers tips and ideas for sales, marketing, presenting and pitching. I'm your host, Trevor Lee. Thank you so much for joining me. On today's show, I'm focusing on 10 things to avoid when doing a presentation. But before I begin, a reminder that you can find the show on iTunes and download all the previous episodes. Simply type in attracting and retaining customers in the iTunes search bar. Welcome to episode number eight, let's crack on. It's going to be 10 things to avoid when presenting. Now, I see a lot of presenters in action. I do quite a lot of coaching of people of presenting. And one of the things they always say to me is, Trevor, if you could give me some tips on what not to do, what what would those be? So I've put those together for you in this podcast. And I've got 10. They're in no particular order. But number one, I'm going to start with is apologizing at the beginning. You mustn't start, or you must really avoid thinking about not starting your presentation with an apology. So, you've got a croaky voice, a sore throat, the dog ate your notes, you only prepared this last night. Oh, don't say that. People do, though. It's amazing what people do say. I think it's just a bit of nerves. People aren't quite sure what they're going to say at the beginning and suddenly they find themselves clutching their throat or, or blowing their nose or, or something like that. So we don't want any apologies as the audience. We want to know, we want to be there to listen to some great ideas and to learn something. So don't start with an apology. Start with a really strong statement. Ladies and gentlemen, 70% of you here today are not treating your sales budget as you should whatever it might be, something to really get the audience's attention. But you don't want to be doing that by apologising. So, no apologising at the start, please. and number two of things to avoid when presenting is, is what I call kit fiddling Okay, we don't want to start your presentation by oh how does this work and how does the clicker work and can we get the slides on the screen oh that's not my presentation you need to get all that sorted in advance how does the microphone work You know, don't start tapping on the microphone so get there early get set up know it's all going to work if there's an IT person there to help you make sure they understand what you need from this if you're using a clicker Then work out and see how it works in advance. So we don't want you to start the presentation by faffing around with all the kit. I've seen so many people do that. You need that momentum straight away. As soon as you've been introduced, you need that momentum. So don't be faffing around with the kit. Make sure you've checked it all in advance. That's tip number two. Tip number three is don't have too many slides. I've written a blog recently, which I'm going to turn into a podcast called Presentations in the Kitchen Sink. And effectively, that's all about having too many slides. People seem to think that they need to, you know, if you're doing a presentation, you need tons and tons of slides. You don't. ask yourself. Well, the first question you ask yourself is, do you need slides at all? I do a business presentation about sales and I use an old suitcase with some props in it. No slides at all. And the one, the one beauty about not using slides is that it is kind of memorable because everybody else does use slides. Anyway, if you're gonna use slides, you've got to be a ruthless editor. You've got to make sure that every slide earns its place in your presentations. Be very, very vital, You know, very crucial that you're going to make, need that slide. Otherwise, don't have it. So number three is try and reduce the number of slides that you have. On to number four, and this is linked to the slides really, and that is the number of words that you're going to use on slides. Don't write in sentences. If you're going to put words on the slide, here's the rule of thumb. Right, try this and see how you get on with it. First rule of thumb, you're allowed one word on the slide. So start with one word and see then what happens. If you need two or three or four, fine. Once you start getting beyond ten, then it's really, you know, you're really thinking, well, there are going to be too many words on this slide. So don't put all those words on the slide. Remember that the words on the screen are meant to be a prompt for your audience, not a script for them or indeed for you. So be ruthless again. Keep the words off the slides. That's number four. And number five is, is is related to that. Number five is avoid having type sizes that people simply aren't going to be able to see. What you don't want to be doing as a presenter is saying, oh, I hope you can see this at the back. You need to check that. So get there, do your preparation when no one else is there. Get a slide on the screen. Put your slide on the screen, the one that you've got the most words on. Leave it on there. Go to the back of the room. Can you see it? If you can't, why have you got it in your presentation? You've got to get rid of some of those words so you can make the typeface bigger. It's the same with graphs and charts. If you're going to put a graph or a chart up and you know, make sure that you tell the audience what it is that you want from them to do with that graph or chart. If you say, well, here's an illustration. I don't expect you to read it. I just want to show you an illustration. That can work quite well. But if you've got a complicated graph or chart on there and you start to work your way through it, the audience, most of them aren't going to be able to follow it because they can't see the detail. Because very often, as you all know, when you're doing presentations, the screens are never big enough for the size of the audience that tends to be my experience so if you start from that process think right what you know if you can't get to see the kit or no one sent you any information on it then just assume that the screen is going to be too small for the audience and work from there so number five is you know make sure that you don't have type sizes that no one can see graphs and charts that no one can understand the detail and read the detail <music> Number six is jargon. You know, we don't want jargon on our slides because, okay, you understand the terms of your industry, and, but, you know, unless everybody in the room is also an industry expert like you are, then don't put jargon on there because people get confused. And if you speak in jargon or you put jargon on the slides, then they, they're trying to work out what you mean. And while they're doing that, they've lost then where you are in your presentation, So if you're going to use jargon, you need to be ready to explain it. Never assume that everybody will understand what on earth you mean by that particular term. So be very careful when you use jargon. That's number six. Number seven is reading from the screen. If you've got too many words on your slides, it tends to make you want to read from the screen. So don't do it don't read from the screen and if you keep the words off the slides you won't have anything to read anyway it's really important that you focus on your audience when you're doing a presentation so that's where your majority of your eye contact is is with your audience not looking at your screen you're not checking to make sure everything's on the screen it suddenly hasn't disappeared don't worry <laughs> you know you'll find out soon enough if it has but whatever you do don't read from the screen it just uh, you just end up turning away from the audience they can see it anyway you know why you know you don't need to read it for me if i can see it for myself i can read or you know i should be able to so uh, don't read from the screen it just it's just not great it just really doesn't you know bode well in a presentation number 8 is big notes. What I mean by big notes is A4 notes. A4 notes, you know, just... Every time I see someone come up to do a presentation and they're carrying A4 notes, there are two things that go through my head. Number one is, do they really know what they're talking about? And therefore, they've had to be, you know, given some sort of note stroke script because they don't, which is not great. Or number two is that, well, you know, they knew they were doing this presentation, but clearly they haven't practised it, so they've had to bring along all the words. And what normally happens? Well, the fact is that once people get into their presentation, they rarely use the notes. And if they do use the notes, they forget where they are in the notes, so they're shuffling bits of paper. It's all over the place. So, God, don't don't turn up with A4 notes, please. If you need notes, and I always take notes with me, I take them on a postcard-sized, you know, a piece of card or whatever it is just blank postcards are great and i would number them all in case i've got, if i've got more than three i would number them top right hand corner so i've got the order just in case a disaster happens and i'd throw them all up in the air and on the i just have a one or two words as a pointer for each slide so it just means that i can i can i know what's coming up next because that's another great thing about presenting is that really smooth presenters they tell you what's on the next slide so what I'm going to show you now is uh, and then they and then they explain the slide then they put the slide on the screen. A lot of people who don't present very often do it the other way around. they press the clicker the slide comes up and then they look at it in somewhat surprise sometimes because they've forgotten what's coming up next or they've got no note on it and then they explain it. So you know get rid of the big notes ladies and gentlemen we don't need those. that's number eight. Right, number nine. Oh, I'm uh, not quite sure how I put this over, but you know, you've uh, you've got to avoid being dull and boring. That's the bottom line, because a presentation is is just that. It is a bit of a, a bit of a show, a bit of a performance. And uh, I want I want to be engaged by you, you know, as a presenter. If I'm a member of your audience, I want to be entertained. I don't I don't want you to be a, a stand-up comedian. I'd be rolling around in the aisles necessarily, but I do want to feel as though you know that I'm enjoying listening to you. And am I going to enjoy listening to you if you speak in the same old monotone voice all the way through your presentation? Oh, my goodness, I don't think I am. So use your voice. You can make it higher, lower, whatever you want. You can use pauses as well. They're really powerful. So look at, you know, but do do use your voice. Because it will you are, you know you are you are setting a, a sort of standard if you like you what the way you come across is a reflection of not just you but your company and the products or services you're talking about so if you come across as dull and boring, well that's the impression I'm getting of your company and do I want to work with a dull and boring company? Well, I might do, but ooh, I might not either so let's make it interesting so liven things up, practice using your voice that's number nine. And finally, the tenth of the ten things to avoid when presenting. And that is simply overrunning on your time slot. If your presentation is five minutes, then you've got five minutes. Not six, not seven, not ten, five. Because if you overrun and there are other presenters in action, then they're going to be behind. And, you know, the last thing you want as a presenter is, is thinking, well, oh, someone's eating into your time. So make sure that you run on time. Here's a top tip. When you're practicing, deliver your presentation in 80% of the time you're allowed. So if you've got a 10-minute slot, you need to do it in 8 minutes in practice. Because on the day, you will add a bit to it. You will take a bit longer. You'll, you'll, you'll reflect on a point. There might be a bit of audience interaction, whether it be a bit of laughter or, or anything like that or something. And that will all take time. Because what happens is that presenters carry on, they get carried away, they have no idea how long they're taking, and suddenly there's somebody on the sidelines tapping on their wrist, giving the indication that the time is up, you've got to finish. And of course, you haven't done your summary. And a summary, or your finish, however you want to call it, is a really important part of your presentation, because that's when you remind people not only of what they've heard and why they should be interested, but what to do next. So, ladies and gentlemen, over the last nine minutes, I've shared with you three great ideas which will help you drive your sales. And just in brief summary, they are one, two, three. So I've been really keen to work with you. I'm here afterwards. So get it, you know, do, do call me after the presentation or I'll leave my business cards. Thank you very much sort of thing. So you need that summary time uh, because otherwise pe- you just finish and then the momentum is lost. So there we go, ladies and gentlemen. There are 10 things to avoid when presented. That is the end of this particular podcast. I hope you found those 10 things useful. There'll be lots of other presentation uh, uh, podcasts in this series. Uh, This is episode number eight. So if you are new to the show... And you want to catch up on previous episodes or indeed make sure that you you don't miss on future episodes, then do hit the subscribe button. And if you fancy leaving a review, that would be terrific. You can go to iTunes, um, just type in uh, attracting and retaining customers on iTunes and and, uh, up the show will come and you can leave a review. And that would be fantastic. And of course, if your sales and marketing activity, including your presenting or sales pitching, needs re-energising, or you need some new ideas and you want some help, then then do email me, Trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk. I deliver half and full day programmes on presenting for groups of people from the same company. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, And you'll find on my website, trevorleemedia.co.uk, lots of top tips about presenting, as well as on my specialist presenting site, deliverawesomepresentations.co.uk. So that's the end of another episode of Attracting and Retaining Customers. I'm your host, Trevor Lee, and I'll be back with another episode very soon. So until the next time, thanks for listening, and don't forget robustly review constantly what you're doing with your presentations and pitches so that they deliver great results for you. Bye for now.